Our final reading for the evening is from John chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 5 and 9 through 14. Hear the word of the Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a... a, Verse 9, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But But all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh. And dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, would you come and um, help us um, to know that light, Jesus. Again, many of us know him, uh, but we want to know him more. Um, Would you... Enable us to see him this evening. And uh, Lord, for those who, who may not know him, uh, would you um, do that miracle and, and say, let there be light in hearts tonight, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. The lighting of candles at the end of a Christmas Eve service is one of my favorite Christmas traditions, and I'm sure it is for many of you. And so I'm so excited that we, as a congregation, get to do this for the first time uh, together tonight. And I I want you to let this uh, lighting of candles kind of be burned into your memory because it serves as a picture of who God has called us to be as a church. In a few minutes, we'll turn the lights down and darkness will settle on us. Each of us, young and old, will hold those tiny white candles that break through that circle of paper as our voices will break the silence and we'll sing Silent Night, Holy Night. Um, I'll put my candle in the flame at the center of our Advent wreath, which we call the Christ candle. And... uh, will remember that John said, in Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, his bright burning glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The true light, John says, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. I will give the the light that I've received to two of our elders, And they will give the light that they have received to the first people along the rows. And those folks, after they've received the light, will give it to their neighbor. And then eventually you'll give your light to your neighbor as well. And the light will spread through this room. And it will make the darkness 
flee from this place. That's a picture I love. Just as John said, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Darkness cannot overcome light. And it's at Christmas that we remember that at the conclusion of the Old Testament story, there were 400 years of darkness that swallowed up the world while God seemed silent. So in a sense, it was 400 years of a silent night. And then Mary bore the glorious flame of God's word wrapped in flesh. This little light of hers, the true light which would give light to everyone, had finally come into the world. And when young Mary's water broke that night, the silence of God and the darkness of sin were broken too. It was indeed a holy night. You see, that first Christmas was the beginning of a new creation. Paul said it this way, God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So the creator who spoke light into the, to existence creates new life in us when he says, let there be light in our hearts. And what this means, friends, is that you and I cannot experience the true meaning of Christmas as long as we think there's no darkness in us. In another place, John wrote in 1 John, he said, God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie, and we do not practice the truth. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In other words, if we confess our sins, he will remove all the darkness. Friends, this is the good news of Christmas. That while we chose to live in darkness, Jesus came as the true light wrapped in our flesh. Jesus burned bright in our place by living the God-glorifying life that we were created to live but refused to live. And then, even while we loved the darkness, out of his great love for us, Jesus, the flame of God's glory in the flesh, was snuffed out for our sin on a cross that should have been ours. But the darkness of death on that Friday would not extinguish the light of the life of Jesus on Resurrection Sunday. And he's alive tonight. He's alive right now to give us the light of new life in him. Will you receive that light? Will you receive the light of the life of Jesus tonight? It may be the first time that you've ever said, you know what, there is darkness in me. Lord Jesus, come, I receive you as the light who will drive the darkness out of me. Or it could be the thousandth time that you've asked Jesus to come and be the light of life for you. Whatever it is, invite Jesus into the darkest parts of your heart tonight. Confess your darkness to him, and he will forgive it, and he will set your heart ablaze with the glory of God. And you will know what it means to sing through tears of joy, Son of God, 
loves pure life. Mountain Fellowship, I want us to, to remember this that we're about to do tonight and let it be a picture for us. Let it be an encouragement to us to continue to be a people on this mountain who will receive the light of Jesus to drive out our darkness, who will bask in the radiant beams of the grace in his face. And let us then shine with the light of the words and works of Jesus, giving him to our neighbors down the road in the places he's called us to work and live and study and play. Because that's what it's going to look like for us to share God's deep gladness in renewing all things. And it begins with us. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, shine in us. Shine in this church that we might share in your deep gladness of watching the darkness flee from the hearts and homes of Mountain Fellowship. In Christ's name and for his sake, we pray. Amen.